1: show good morning andy good morning how are you today pretty good my shirt feels a
2: little tighter than it used to but other than that i'm good holiday weight gain i think so yeah Yeah. and i don't think it was just um overeating i think it was just the different
1: different yeah it was overeating i overate yeah i overate Mm, i think it's a common problem yeah although people that are sick like me, That's a benefit. Yeah. That is one of
2: the benefits <laughs> of, of being sick over the holidays is you don't eat as much cookies and
1: candy. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Thank you. We saw a little uh, snow falling in the uh, open and it looks like we might get some snow later this week, uh, Thursday night and Friday. The big storm that is about to hit Northern California with more rain is going to work its way eastward and we could, if it Gets cold enough, see some snow uh, accumulating snow Thursday night and uh, Friday.
2: I haven't heard anyone say that California needs this rain yet, which we all know that they do. Mm. Why is no one talking about it? Because it's so dangerous?
1: They can't keep it. It's Mm. what's so strange. They have all this rain and it's either drought or or floods, drought or floods, Mm. and they can't hang on to the water. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. It's a mess. Crazy. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres had to evacuate her home in Montecito yesterday. Good, (laughs) because we all know that Ellen is mean. 31 degrees right now in Jackson, wind chill 26, and the National Weather Service has issued an advisory that uh, some rain mixed with snow is moving our way and could cause some slippery conditions, so just be aware of that. But it uh, will warm up, we'll see snow showers and rain showers this morning, and then rain showers this afternoon. Uh, in the
2: state of Michigan, the national championship game I don't think it was that well watched, but uh, I looked at it a little bit, and for some reason, ESPN was out, so I had to watch the Pat McAfee show do the game, which was kind of entertaining. Oh. It would you know mm-hmm. it's just like watching watching in your uh, living room with your friends listening to them. Um, TCU stinks.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's all I have to say the largest margin of victory in a bowl game ever, ever, ever. And it was the national title. The previous was uh, army over Houston, 70 to 14 in the 2018 armed forces bowl. There's Stetson Bennett. He's older than me. 25. He's 26. Yeah, that is, that's his original football helmet he's wearing. Um, so he's old enough to drink and smoke on the sidelines after the game, so he does that.
1: And rent a car.
2: And rent a car. Um, not crazy to see a blowout loss in a uh, college football semifinal or national championship game. Remember LSU beat Oklahoma in 2019, 63-28. Joe Burrow threw seven touchdowns mm-hmm. in the first half. Mm-hmm. That probably was a little bit more obvious of a uh, blowout than this, but, I mean, TCU, just no chance. So as a Michigan fan, you think, hmm Probably we're going to lose the game against Georgia, but you still want an opportunity to be there. So I am not glad Michigan lost to TCU. I still would have rather had them play Georgia and get beat by probably 21 points.
1: Mixed uh, feelings about that. A lot of Michigan fans think it's good that they didn't have a, a potential of a national embarrassment on the. Title well, there was a national
2: embarrassment, and it was uh, New Year's Eve. So. But just not another national embarrassment. Well, it was
1: a closer game. It it was a much closer game. (laughs) Uh, Two of the TCU players declared for the NFL draft, uh, even before the confetti stopped falling last night. You know what's unusual? Hmm. Not once did anyone on ESPN mention what TCU stands for. Isn't that odd? The game, the team is called TCU, but Texas you Christian know, University. Texas, it, it, it's never mentioned. That is it's same. not in any of the graphics. It, no one ever weird. says it. It's so weird. Yeah, that it is. It sounds
2: weird. like Division Three when you say Texas Christian University. It is. Do you F- think that's the reason? It, it could be. He Texas might be. Brandon now. might be right. It's. Uh, it could be a, a branding situation. It's a very
1: small school. It's only about 10,000 students.
2: But um, you know, they have been a. Honestly, they not a national power, but they've been in the conversation for years. Um, so, I mean, I it's not know. like, you know. I think, I, think, I think the country w- was more accepting of TCU in that game than maybe say Utah, if
1: Utah would sneak into that game. Does that make sense? I think people like their uh, mascot, the uh, Texas Horned Frog. Oh, it's cute. Uh, Blake Coram though, yesterday said he is going to return to Michigan for another year of football. He loves Michigan, so loves
2: Michigan. He's going to come back and uh, hopefully be a uh, Heisman Trophy uh, candidate.
1: Also (laughs) back, uh, Demar (laughs) Hamlin is back in Buffalo. Uh, He took a plane.
2: Yeah, they flew him,
1: flew him from hospital
2: to hospital. Yeah. Yeah. How how happy are you for that young man, right? Because when we were watching that, listen. You, you thought he wasn't going to make it. We oh. all thought he wasn't going to make it.
1: And to hear the success, and uh,
2: that's just amazing.
1: Miracle. Yeah, I'm sure everybody that was watching last Monday Night's Game thought, oh, this is the worst, it's the worst possible thing. Yeah. And luckily he's, but he's still in critical condition. And he's selling shirts now, which uh, the money raised will um, be donated to uh, the UCMC Trauma Center and First Responders uh the shirt say did we win and that was the first thing yeah. he said after he woke up from uh
2: amazing being out absolutely mm-hmm. uh, amazing a couple things coming up the chamber's night of distinction is on february 4th this year no
1: second oh, yeah it is is it the second or four is the second
2: the second the second i'm second, sorry. second. i, I confused my twos and fours still <laughs> uh february 2nd it is a thursday and um awards in celebration at the Michigan Theater, and then after party, celebration time with the winners at Veritas. Should be a great night. So it is limited to, uh, I believe, three hundred. Hmm. So uh, buy your tickets now. It's a great event. Awesome, awesome event.
1: And we don't know who any of the winners are. We yet. don't.
2: We don't yeah. know who any of the winners are yet. So uh, we will have all of the winners on GATV as they are announced and after the awards. But yeah, exciting to see who wins. What's your favorite award that is given
1: out? Uh, the
2: Small Business Person Really? Writer. Oh, because yeah. you won that? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite's the Brick Award.
1: Uh, I like the Brick Award too. I like
2: the, I like the trophy, mm-hmm. the Brick. Um, but it's cool and the Brick Award goes to uh, large businesses and small businesses that make uh, improvements to their building uh,
1: or new builds, so yeah, it's cool. Did you know that the original bricks that were handed out as part of the brick award originally came from the fields department store building? And the uh, Kelsey Hayes plant. I knew the Kelsey Hayes plant, but I didn't know about fields. Yeah, I don't know if they have any more of those bricks. I think it's just a regular brick they give now. They don't Uh, have to tell people that. If you can't wait until uh, February 2nd for an awards tonight. The Golden Globes returned to uh, NBC. They didn't have them on TV. last I don't time. even know what to say about the Golden Globes. Seinfeld?
2: <laughs> I, I don't, what is the what is Golden Globes? It's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. See, I don't deal with that. Yeah. No. 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 It's just, Where the, it's everyone a, sitting at the tables yeah. and they're blacked out drunk? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a test. Congratulations.
1: Just, if it goes okay, it might come back. Um, Maybe there'll mixture. be a fight in the stands. There could be a fight in the crowd. Oh, yeah. All be. that drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They've got top names as uh, presenters. Anna de Armas, Natasha Leon, Billy Porter, and Quentin Tarantino. I think you pronounced the last two names right. I'm sure I got all four wrong. No. You the know who Quentin Tarantino is, obviously. M- mega Millions tonight is at $1.1 billion. Fourth time in uh, four years. So the top prize has exceeded $1 billion dollars cash option 568.7 did
2: you see that group of traverse city doc what are they nurses or something they had formed a lottery club and there was like (laughs) 60 of them and they won a million bucks it's like 20 bucks a piece after taxes (laughs) brandon do you want to form a lottery club we did that back in the day we won windfall thirteen
1: hundred dollars here geez why do we stop doing that? someone won thirteen hundred dollars
2: yeah when christian day worked here and
1: I wasn't in the I, I wasn't no, included didn't. in that. No one They've I been didn't. playing lottery up there.
2: She claimed this to Travis to pay more
1: taxes.
2: Interesting. This is news. Did yes. the nurses quit? Say it again. Did the nurses quit? No. no. I don't know if it was nurses.
1: But. In uh, New York City, roughly 7,000 nurses are on strike because they well want more money and they want um, better working conditions, they want more nurses hired. They want more uh, the, th- the, the ranks wrong. have been thin because of COVID. Well, in and New York too, I mean, New it's York. wild, very mm-hmm. wild there. So they're canceling uh, surgeries, they're taking Jeez. people out of ICU and putting them in regular rooms. It's not good. It's
2: not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. I was asking uh, one of our mutual friends who is from New York, like, how big is this? How big of a problem with this is this? And he said, it's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's bigger than, than anyone thinks. Think about it. It's bad. Think about it, 7,000 nurses eh, not working right now.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. You don't wanna be sick or uh, injured in
2: New York. No, uh, you don't. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by Heather Herndon and the real estate team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. And each week Heather reminds us why it's great to love living in Jackson. And this week, How about Laughlin's Slice of Spice? And they were founded on exceptional customer service principles, flavorful American recipes, generous beer and wine selection, and a comfortable atmosphere located in the Village Crossing Mall in Spring Arbor. And that is a favorite, uh, one of our favorites as well. I love it. Laughlin's Slice Mm -hmm. of Spice. Thank you, Heather Herndon and the entire Howard Hanna Real Estate team.
1: I was driving by Consumers Energy's world headquarters last night, and all really? the lights were on. Really? I couldn't believe it. Hmm. It's been how long has it been since people have been back to work? It's still um, work from home.
2: And at uh, Consumers? Well, I believe that um, you know a lot of uh, corporations like Consumers, when the pandemic hit, they you know encouraged folks <laughs> to work from home, live where you want, and things like that. So that's kind of what's happening.
1: Uh, yesterday, Bob Iger, the uh, chairman of the Disney Corporation, emailed all of the employees of ABC, ESPN, Disney, etc., and said everyone has to be back in the office. Everyone at least four days a week, starting on March 1st. Now it's interesting um, that we had
2: Braden Leep on, and he was talking about how COVID. Conscious, I guess, some of these other locations were around mm-hmm. the country and where he was at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. There's going to be a lot of lawsuits, I believe, from people. Uh, you told me I could work wherever I want, and now you're telling me I have to come in. Mm-hmm. Sue, you know, so we'll see what happens.
1: All the um, network uh, anchor people um, for all the shows, morning, night, they are tested as soon as they get to the studio for COVID every day. Isn't that something? Ain't that something? Wow. Hey, did you see NBC
2: uh, didn't renew contracts of two of our favorite people? Kerry Sanders. Gary Koch. Golf. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: You didn't hear that? I heard Kerry Sanders is out. Yeah, well, it's
2: Hmm. a different broadcast team. We'll talk about that later. Hmm. Uh, Also, A good thing to sign up for, Uh, Ella and I were talking about this last night, the Daddy Daughter Dance, the Jamie McKibben Daddy Daughter Dance. And uh, that is happening February 10th, February 11th. Sign up. This This is a great event. Ella and I decided we're going to two Daddy Daughter Dances this year, the one at Queens, which is January 28th, and then we're gonna go to this one. I think we're gonna hit the Friday the 10th showing. And there's a chocolate fountain and uh it's wonderful so up to eighth grade can go to that one. Oh wow yeah sign up now i will mm-hmm. warn the saturday saturday sells out so if you really want to make sure you go on saturday instead of friday make sure you buy your ticket to saturday now because saturday will sell out first let's get to our scoreboard brought to you by our friends over at extreme it's our extreme dodge scoreboard just a few scores as uh High schools get back in action. Athens, this was a shocker for me. Athens beat Concord, 62 to 31, in girls basketball wow. competitive cheer. Concord finished third. Springport fifth in their Springport uh, or in their home invitational. On deck for tonight, Tuesday, January 10th, we have a lot, a lot. Boys basketball and girls basketball. Uh, Noah, you are going to go to the JPEC at Athens Factoryville game, and I'd like you there by 545. Please. (laughs) A lot of great games. A lot of great games coming up this week on JTV. On Thursday, we are going to have Vandercook Lake at Hanover Horton. That game will be live. That should be a good one. That'll be our uh, first look at Hanover this year. And then Ann Arbor Pioneer comes to town to take on Jackson, and that should just be a great basketball game again live coverage approximately 6:45. both games live both games brought to you by avenue auto who's on the show today we've got a great show lined up we're going to get things started with dr matthew badke right
0: after this break the Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
2: Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our show today is brought to you by Vermulans Home Furnishings, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. Thank you to Vermulins for helping us bring you today's show.
1: January 13th, meet and greet community and business leaders and students who participated in Challenge Day at the Martin Luther King Breakfast. That happens at Kelly Park at the American One Event Center celebrating the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The celebration honoring the legacy of Dr. King is an in-person breakfast featuring an inspirational keynote from three members of the Willis family. Tickets available from the Jackson Chamber, get them ASAP because this is nearing a sellout.
2: We'd now like to welcome from Jackson College, Professor of Chemistry and Biology, Dr. Matthew Badke. Good morning, Matt. Great to be back. So, I, I thought I'd start with uh, something I saw on the news mm-hmm. about China. Yeah. They've relaxed things. Right. or whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You wanted to interrupt?
1: No, I wasn't going to interrupt. It looked like you were going to <laughs> no, interrupt. I'm listening. Okay. They won't let the South Koreans come in, though.
2: I did see that. Yeah. But beyond that, beyond that, beyond that, <laughs> it looks like they've relaxed the border right. uh, control. And we all know that China had the the most uh, severe restrictions when it came to the pandemic. Is that a good sign for the rest of
0: the world?
3: Well, I mean, if you remember, they had this zero COVID idea, True. right? The, the plan that they were gonna basically contain it where it started and prevent it from spreading. And, you know, various versions of that have been tried throughout the pandemic. And I think what we've seen now is that that doesn't work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, whenever you do loosen those restrictions, you're gonna see an influx in cases, you're gonna see cases go up Um, And we just have to have that immunity that's built up either from vaccination or from exposure and then getting sick and then having immunity from that. So I think that um, it is good in the fact that, you know, to some sense you can kind of think the sooner we sort of have, you know, some of these variants spread, the sooner we can get more immunity built up, hopefully this can start being a little bit more like one of those other typical yearly infectious Mm -hmm. diseases that we have to deal with. Yeah.
1: We have a new variant called XBB 1.5 that's <laughs> sweeping the Northeast. It's mm-hmm. responsible for the majority of the cases in the Northeast. And it's predicted that it will be sweeping Michigan. It's called the most transmissible variant. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, what do we have to worry about?
3: Um, nothing new, I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, this is a typical process that is what we're going to see. This is going to happen over and over again. Remember, for influenza, we have new vaccines every single year because we have that constant change of the virus as it circulates through the population. It's going to be a similar thing. Uh, The coronaviruses are a little bit different, but they are uh, changing uh, as they go throughout the season as they infect new people. Um, And so that's just something that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, hopefully, even though these are more transmissible, one thing that hasn't changed a lot is the severity of disease from them. Um, and you're still going to have some protective effect from earlier vaccines uh, and from previous infections. It doesn't mean you, you can't get infected again, and we've seen reinfections occur, uh, but probably not uh, as severe of disease. And people, uh, in addition to COVID, they're
1: battling the flu, two different. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, that was,
2: that's, that's what's getting, I think, gotten gross is the, the flu and the RSV combo. Um, you had RSV. Mm-hmm. It was not.
1: It's not. You didn't no. like that, did mm-hmm. you? It's horrible.
2: It, it seems like I don't recommend it. No. And it, uh, is it normal? I mean, RSV has been around, obviously, so we're talking mm-hmm. about it more. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that something that always lingers, kind of, you know, it feels like everyone I've talked to, it's lingered on them for at least a week and a half, two weeks.
3: Yeah I think that's common yeah. um, especially uh, when people are a little bit older and they're getting some of these things. Mm. Um, you know you're not a kid. Uh, I think it's a little bit different. Uh, but I mean, I mean even I'm, I'm older yeah. Right. Mm. Even my my son had it when he was about one mm. um, and was really bad. I mean he had to be in the hospital and I mean it was terrible. Um, so it, it's just a nasty yeah. infection. Fortunately when you look at the levels Um, This is something that's tracked um, within the state of Michigan and nationally both influenza and RSV are on the decline So compared to a couple weeks ago things are improving and hopefully as we keep going um, We will continue to see those fall
1: Yeah, so the winter we've got to survive the winter Mm -hmm. because those are the kinds of things that are easily transmissible during the winter
3: Yeah, Yeah, and and we don't know exactly when we're going to see the peak. We might have already seen the peak of these and it it might stay down. We might have another increase. It's really hard to know. We usually see that peak sometime in the winter months, but uh, maybe we already got there. Maybe we haven't. We'll just have to wait and see.
1: Uh, Today, Matthew has news about a new Mm -hmm. new vaccine, but it's not for humans. Yes.
3: So earlier this week, the, the USDA approved the first vaccine for honeybees. Who's working on that? That's the well, job I want. A vaccine well. for honeybees.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So what? explain that. Right,
3: so this is kind of a, I had to look this up too, because I was curious how this works. So there's this uh, disease, it's a bacterial infection called fowl brood disease, which apparently is one of the, the number one things that causes colonies to uh, basically need to be uh, destroyed. Hmm. And so there's a lot of interest in how do we protect the bees from this bacterial infection. And so the way that this works is the the vaccine, which if you think about how does a vaccine work, we have some sort of antigen, some sort of material that we introduce to an organism and then we get that immune response to it. So for this vaccine that that, antigen, that material, is included in the food that's given to the bees and the worker bees then basically process that food and they make this special food that the queen will eat. When the queen eats that food that has the antigen in it, she gets basically the immunity and then she actually can transmit that immunity to all the eggs that she makes and so all of her offspring, which my rudimentary understanding of honeybees is that all those offspring will then be from that queen. All have that protection that she got from eating that food. Uh, so it's really kind of a cool way uh, to you know think about the biology of how these things work. Um, and it looks like uh, starting later this year, that's actually going to be available uh, to, for purchase. There's a couple companies that are going to be selling it, and um, hopefully that's less of a problem. I mean, we need. We need more honeybees uh, because of various reasons, uh, but that's you know a good chunk of our food. You know, if you think about your fruits and vegetables, uh, a good chunk of those are pollinated by bees. Uh, any, if you've ever had any almonds, uh, all those almonds were all those flowers were pollinated by bees, um, and so that's a huge. You know, hmm. billions and billions of dollars of industry is, is based hmm. on these honeybees. You'll have to talk to uh, our beekeeper friend about that, Brian Surgeoner.
2: Oh yeah,
1: see if That's he's right. see if he's aware. A few years ago, remember all the bees disappeared? We didn't know what was going on. Colony
3: collapse. Is, mm-hmm.
1: Was it a, something was it like a was? It, it's,
3: yeah, it seemed to be a combination of. Uh, this is a different thing. So, it seemed to be a combination of some viral infections. Uh, combined with uh, some of the different pesticides that are being used and exposure to that. Um, And sort of, if you think about the exposure to the pesticides as weakening the bees enough that then they were susceptible to these viral infections that normally they wouldn't be. That's amazing. So, But I think that there's uh, some better understanding now of what those types of pesticides are and so people are now starting to work on making sure that, you know, we are keeping those away from where the bees are.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, students in Arbor went back to school all with masks. The superintendent there said for two weeks, everyone's mm-hmm. gonna wear a mask. And in Wayne County, the superintendent's recommended yes. uh, masks for uh, at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we, is this the start of the return of
3: the mask? I don't know. Um, I mean, to some extent, uh, you know, my kids were never healthier than when they had to wear masks at school mm-hmm. because, as we know, not only does it prevent transmission of uh, COVID nineteen, but many other infectious diseases as well, and mother, many other respiratory infections. So, uh, not not the end of the world, but I do think it's going to be it's a harder sell each yeah. time as you go back to this. Um, I think it's going to be harder for the kids to maintain, you know, keeping those on all day. I mean, I remember my own kids. I mean, it was possible uh, you know so I just saw some pictures pop up
2: from you know a few years ago when we were doing sports with masks on you know it's it's just crazy to think about I think it's gonna be a. yes uh, I'll call it a city by city I don't think it's gonna
3: I don't think it's gonna be the return no I, I think it'd be very difficult to start implementing any yeah. sort of larger-scale uh, masking mandates as always I think it, it'll be up to individual folks to decide I mean you know, when I go to Meijer, I, s- I see a lot of people wearing masks, so, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I've heard people say that, you know, going forward, I'm, I'm just gonna wear masks now because yeah. it prevents many respiratory infections. So that's fine. Yeah. I w- I've been
1: wearing the mask more. Have you?
3: Yeah.
1: Well, we appreciate all the uh, great information mm-hmm. you always bring to well, us. Great Thank to be here again. Thanks. From Jackson College, science professor, Dr. Matthew Badke, more of The Morning
0: Show, stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping. Give them a call for all of your lawn and landscape needs, retaining walls, and they even have a new showroom you can check out on 127. If your New Year's resolution includes working out and bettering your health, then you have an opportunity to join the Jackson YMCA right now, $0 join fees. Start achieving your 2023 wellness goals today. Give the YMCA a call at 782-0537 or
1: jacksonymca.org. Joining us now is the owner of Grimes Plumbing and the head coach of the Jackson United hockey team, Matt Grimes. Good morning. Morning. How do you do both? <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> during hockey season, it's tough sometimes, that's for sure. There's no doubt. Sometimes uh, my wife says I put plumbing aside and we just concentrate on hockey. So. Uh, but we we manage yeah. manage get by yeah so, so. obviously a, a big one the other night
2: uh, you guys fell short but a, just an absolute battle huge crowd talk a little bit about uh, kind of the atmosphere of that it, it it was it
4: was it was a lot of fun I mean of course you know you're in the midst of the game the in, the intensity of the game and and uh, but 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 overall I thought the kids played great I thought we played good enough to win maybe just didn't get a bounce uh, you know here and there but. But overall, we were we were happy as a coaching staff. I mean, you know, there there's a lot of game prep that goes into that game, that yeah. particular game. Maybe maybe sometimes a bit much, but we didn't really talk about that game either till maybe a few days before. Or so I thought um, I saw
2: two good teams.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was great. I mean, I think I think he, however you slice it, whoever wins, that's how you want to uh, you know, that's how you want. to Oh, look game at that, Sully
2: there from who yeah was that? Cougar
4: Fagan, yep, senior Cougar Fagan, yeah, so um great game great atmosphere just just came up a little short so we got we got them again february 4th so we'll see what happens we'll be there yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> the uh teams changed uh because of the makeup you've got uh more schools participating and you can see we've got uh a variety of colors being used the red the i new colors
4: yeah that that was new that was new this year um you know, Northwest has took over the lead school. We mm-hmm. kind of have had talked with with Mr. Bontrigger and Mr. Galloway over there, and just said that, you know, they were gonna purchase us some new uniforms. Cool. So we let them pick what color. <laughs> yeah. Guess what they came up with? Red. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was neat. It was, it's yeah. it's different, but it's it's uh, you know, it's something that you know, it was great, great on their part to provide them it's for awesome, us. Man. And and uh, yeah, a little different, little different shakeup though, for sure, rather than the orange and stuff. But but it was. It was a fun game. It was a great game to be a part of. I mean, it's great to coach in that game. The, the whole hockey community, I mean, I think was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my wife last night. I think there was, what, seven, eight deep on, the, on a glass. And, yeah. You know, you just look around. It's really, really fun to be a part of.
1: They're going to have to uh, make some changes to the rivalry trophy, one side being green, one side being orange. Yeah, I think
4: that's going to have to get – we might need to re recover that boot. Well maybe, well, maybe we'll paint it gray. There you go. There we go. There paint <laughs> go. we paint it, paint it gray. Uh, I
2: always we, – we we've been talking about this uh, kind of amongst ourselves. I, I always love how you're dressed for the games, Matt. Professional, ready to go. These NBA coaches now are wearing sweatsuits on the sideline. What's going on? I love it. Yeah. I love it, and that's a tradition in hockey.
4: Yeah, we, we we try to all dress. Actually, all four coaches were in suits this yeah. time, so we try to, you know, it, I think I think it's something important. I think it resembles your yeah. team. I mean, all the players wear suits to games, um, you know, so I think it's, uh, you know, it's something that, something that you know, makes your team, you know, I mean, it, I don't think it determines wins and losses, obviously, but it does make your team mm-hmm. professional, and, and, you know, we're here to, you know, I mean, you know, look halfway decent. Yeah. You know, when you're on a bench, so, yeah.
1: And that's a tradition that goes way back. It was college coaches and NHL coaches, not just the suit, but an overcoat. The
4: that overcoat they wore during the whole game. Yeah. We well, maybe we yeah. get you an overcoat. <laughs> we, I have one. I used to wear it last <laughs> yeah. year here and there. Yeah. You know. So yeah, we, uh, yeah, we tried to, we tried to, especially that game. We knew, we knew the crowd was going to be big. A lot of the assistants don't wear. They weren't thrilled, but I had another one of my assistants yeah. brought some in, and they put them on, and it, it worked it. out great. So I love it. Let's
2: get to the uh, Grimes Plumbing side of the conversation. I, I wanted to ask you about right before Christmas. It was just spooky cold out. Um, a lot. Of, do we have a lot of uh, a lot of issues over around the community during that time?
4: Yeah, we we, we did have some. I mean, those guys. There's the service department. is just so busy right now. Yeah. Between water heaters, you know, leak repair, drain cleaning, things like that. So I mean, that's really. Um, I mean, it's really a big part of our business. Yeah. I mean, when the. Uh, commercial residential new construction stuff slows down I mean yeah. obviously we do a lot with the with the service uh, so um, you know we kind of can fumble those guys in and out and maybe some of that stuff isn't going you know we're not you know booming on some of that end mm-hmm. of the uh, the plumbing work so um, yeah it's and that's kind of how it is right now mm-hmm. I mean um, it's kind of that time of year but a lot of the bidding and and maybe we're wrapping some jobs up and you know, people don't. You know, with, with the cold weather and excavation and things like that, they're just not starting the projects. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: So we anticipate we will get uh, colder again this winter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what precautions should people take, particularly uh, you know when it drops uh, to temperatures uh, below zero, where there's danger of uh, freezing pipes?
4: Well, I think the biggest one is taking your hose off. Yes. I think people leave hoses on outside <laughs> spigots all the time, and that's one thing. And then we go there, and we're like, well, it's leaking into the basement. And we're like, well, why? You know, like, did you leave your hose on it? Oh, no, no, we took it off. Like, now we go out there and there's a hose on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ice goes back into it, and they're frost free, and then it splits, and, and you don't know it until right. you turn the, turn the water on in the spring, yeah. and then it's cool. flooding your basement. So I'd say that one. I mean, some people, if they have a problem with a draft, I mean, sealing drafts up on pipes, it's not as much the cold weather it's the draft if you're getting some kind of wind blowing on those pipes and we had those
1: mm-hmm. big
4: I don't know 60 70 mile yeah. an hour winds when it was cold like that in fact we're working on a funeral home out in Brooklyn that had the water lines run in the attic really and it spent I mean I don't oh. know twenty thirty thousand dollars worth of damage Jeez. for what, the second time
2: what happens so. um, what happens like uh, you know home or business you're, you're gone uh, say you hot you got hot water. Leaking into your house for twelve hours and every, what, what what is what's really the damage that, that someone's looking at there
4: yeah it's hard to say i mean it just I guess if it's a finished basement you know if it gets under the you know gets under walls gets yeah. under you know gets in walls gets under you know i mean water's just going to find its way anywhere yeah and yeah it can i mean you can before you know it thousands and thousands worth of damage so. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, water's, water's in charge. Water is in <laughs> charge. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah you
4: can
2: It's going to find its way, that's for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing that's cool about uh, you guys, I've had uh, you guys do some work on my house, and I feel like you guys bend over backwards for your customers trying to get things done. Um, yeah. I had two different techs at my house one day. Just uh, kind of go above and beyond. Talk about your philosophy in, in business.
4: Well, of course, we try to, I mean, any return customers, new customers too, um, I think... Um, I think Marie at the shop does a real good job. Mm -hmm. tries to, you know, tries to really get people in um, when we can. I mean, if guys, a lot of guys will schedule, you know, anywhere from four to six service calls a day. But sometimes they can run through them. Sometimes one goes south. Now we got to bring another guy in to help out. But um, overall, she does a good job to try to get people in. We all do, you know. And and things are always coming up too. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's commercial business that you know now their hot waters down. Now we got to get them in. So. you know, variable different things. I think we just really try to, really try to make as many people as we can. Sometimes yeah. we just can't get to you, um, but we try. Yeah, I mean, we do diligently try to get to all of our customers.
1: You also do uh, new construction and remodeling. What's the outlook for 2023 as far as the, the building the building landscape?
4: Well, we I mean, right now we're not doing a lot of bidding. Mm-hmm. I think I got a couple of houses to bid. We're just finish, finishing up Commonwealth down the road. Yeah. Um, Saint Rita's Catholic Church out there. We did an addition with Mercer on that one. Um, I mean, I've, we've done a little bit, not a ton. I mean, it's yeah. hard to say at this point. Yeah, still early in the year. Still early. I mean, I think there's always going to be the remodeling, the service, the you know that stuff that's that that will keep everybody busy. Um, you know, I don't see it. I don't see it as anything like a crazy, you know, 2008 right. or something where everything just dried up. Right. I think it's really going to keep going. It's just to I me, mean, a matter you know, what facet of the plumbing field do yep. you want to do. Yeah, no.
2: Yeah. so I think it'll be good. Cool. Matt, thanks so much for being here.
4: Yeah, can't, thank you.
2: Can't wait to uh, see you next time at the hockey rink. Great. Good All to right. see you. Sounds good. Matt Grimes from Grimes Plumbing and Jackson United Hockey Coach. More of the Morning Show
0: right after this. The morning show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. The Martin
1: Luther King dinner celebration at Jackson College is this Saturday night. It is on central campus in the Victor Kewis Fieldhouse at 4.30, the theme for the evening, drum major for justice, peace and righteousness. Angela Tompkins, VP at Consumers Energy is the guest speaker and Anthony Parker will be awarded the Martin Luther King Jr. Medal of Service. Tickets are still available, you can buy individual tickets, you can buy table sponsorships, but um, it's getting close. They'll uh, probably be sold out before the end of the week. So make your plans and we'll see you this Saturday at JC. Up next on The Morning Show, from Andy's Place
2: and Andy's Angels, Mike Hurst.
5: Morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen, how are you doing this morning? Doing
2: really well. I heard uh, it was a good holiday season at Andy's Place.
5: Oh, absolutely, had a great time. Uh, starting out with Thanksgiving, uh, you know, everybody wanted to have a Thanksgiving dinner there, and uh, instead of having a cater or something like that, they wanted to fix it themselves. So That's cool. We, uh, We furnished all the the turkeys and all the raw materials, and everybody brought their best grandma's recipe or mother's recipe, and uh, they just had a fantastic time. Um, Probably for a lot of them, it was the best Thanksgiving dinner they ever had. They brought family from the outside. uh, They brought their dogs. Uh, It was just a great time. Uh, It was, it was, you know, what what a way to build self-confidence when when you're really down on your luck to bring your mom's favorite dish or your grandma's favorite dish, and somebody says, wow, I didn't know you could cook like that. That's the best bean casserole I ever had. Yeah. And it, it, Those are the kind of things that you really need to do to build mm-hmm. self-esteem, self-worth. And uh, then we went to Christmas time came, and uh, of course, uh, the Andy's Angels Foundation uh, made sure every kid out there got everything on their list for Christmas that they wanted. Um, you know, and all the tenants, we spent I don't know maybe thirteen thousand dollars on making sure everybody had the best Christmas they ever had there. And uh, I went to a, a, a. They asked me to come over afterwards, and uh, they wanted to thank me. And it, you know, I don't get uncomfortable in those situations, but I got to tell you, with people's tears are coming out of their eyes, tears are coming out of my eyes. I mean, it was uh, it was quite emotional to have somebody come up to you and and. Uh, yeah. just pour their heart out with gratitude, uh, you know, these are, these are all great people at one time, and, and they got down on their luck, and now they're building their, their life back up, and mm-hmm. they're just so grateful that they got a helping hand from the community of Jackson that uh, is reaching out and saying, hey, what can we do for everybody here? You know? there, was, there was one young girl there that, uh, I don't know, I was looking at her Christmas list, or my daughter was looking at her Christmas list, and she didn't want any toys. She wanted a new bedspread, a new, bed spread, a new mm-hmm. pillowcase, new sheets, you know, I said, you get her the best their money can yeah, buy. Yeah. But uh, it's just amazing when you forget about the things that, that people don't have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it kind of makes the the kid that wants everything in the world, you know, there's a lot of kids out there that they just want, they just want a place to sleep that's got a clean set of sheets and a bedspread mm-hmm. on it. You know, let's look at life that way. Well,
1: it's got to be uh, rewarding because while they're thanking you for Christmas gifts, they're also, I'm sure... Uh, thank you for saving their lives and saving their families. Uh, it's un- it's really unknown how many lives you, you and Andy's Angels and all the people that uh, you work with uh, have impacted. And and really, you've saved lives. That's got to be uh, you know an amazing. Uh, legacy for you
5: mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that but you know I had a lot of help you know coming on this show I mean you guys help out I mean this this Jackson is, is fantastic I was in uh, Midland they're gonna do another Andy's mm-hmm. place in, in Midland and I was there last night uh, for the township meeting there was a lot of opposition and uh, really? we really didn't think it was gonna go our way huh. until the final vote came after three and a half hours of yeah. Of arm twisting, and talking, and, and it's really about education. Everybody thinks that somebody that, that's got a drug problem—that right. must be a horrible, rotten person that's going right. to kill, rape, steal from me, and everything else—and that's simply not the case at all. I mean, Andy's place—you know—we had the—we uh, had the statistics. You know, Andy's place. If you want to look at the, the sheet of the whole Jackson County and where all the crime is located why don't you go to Andy's place if you want to be safe? Yeah, exactly. It was about the safest place in the entire right. county. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I
2: can't remember hearing one thing
5: ever. And, and so, <laughs> so you know, to get that point across, and, and they finally, you know, in the end, the, the city council came together, and uh, everybody voted for it, excluding the mayor, was not, uh, didn't think it was in the right neighborhood. And, you know, I can see people's concerns, but if we really want to attack this problem, then we gotta come together as a community. It, it's, it, you can't do any of this not in my backyard stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean. Because that's what the people need. They yeah. need to, inter- uh, you know, integrate into society, and you need to integrate with them. And we can't just take this this population and because they have a drug problem, segregate them from the rest of society. They're never going to get better. Agree. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But you've de- and you des- when you guys designed Andy's Place, you have these areas for gathering and for families to come in and things like that, with the overall growth and recovery in mind. But you guys realize it takes a lot of those ancillary. Mm -hmm. It's not just a place to rest your head
5: exactly, you know, that's their own neighborhood there Yeah, that there's a neighborhood that is a community within the community Jackson They're Mm -hmm. the. they've really come together It took a long time you come out of rehab you come out of a jail Whatever you don't trust anybody if you've lived that life. You're not trusting anybody You don't trust your best friend Mm -hmm. and uh, getting people to to trust each other and to help each other And and that's really what the premise of the whole projects about you got uh, somebody somebody falls down and relapses you got uh, 49 other people there to help prop you back up mm-hmm. and get you back on your feet, and then in turn you're gonna pay it forward by also returning that favor yeah. when somebody else drops down.
1: So Andy's Place in Jackson was the first of its kind uh, anywhere in the United States, mm-hmm. and now as you've got approval in Midland for a second Andy's Place, uh, this this is just, you just hope it keeps on growing and going.
5: Absolutely, you know, there's a, there was a a project in uh, Southfield. It's uh, it's the same. Actually, we're working with them, but they're going to do their own design. They've mm-hmm. they've had a little trouble getting zoning and and all that. Same happens in Kalamazoo. But I think as as communities see what, what really happens and see the results, and you know, lots of rumors go on. Mm-hmm. You know, we we couldn't believe some of the rumors that were up there that that you know. there's a meth lab inside there, you know. So first off, you guys don't understand what a meth lab is because you can smell one 100 miles away. uh, And this is going on, oh, there was a homicide there. No, the homicide was about two miles away at a motorcycle club, had nothing to do with Andy's place, whatever. Mm -hmm. But all these stories, and I said, you know, ask the security people, ask the police department. Why are you listening to people on the outside? And there's always that negative aspect out there of somebody wants to see something fail. Mm -hmm. Told you they couldn't do it, told you they'd never make it and you know, we gotta, gotta get rid of that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things the uh, community is to support Andy's Angels in Andy's Place is an uh, annual fundraiser. Uh, that was uh, able to return to in, in person. Uh, last year, have you uh, got the date for this year's event?
5: No, we have not got the date, but we wanna make sure it's it's a big event. You know, we got screwed up on the schedule, um, do the construction going on at the club there, and the COVID restrictions before that, so we're gonna get back on a springtime, but cool. we haven't had that date. You'll be the first people I tell yeah, about we'll that date. We'll be there. <laughs> it'll be a big event. It'll be, we're gonna make it a big event, a, re, cool. a real big event. So.
1: You also, haven't been able to um, get into the schools and, and do your program and, and speak to the kids. Because of COVID, are you able to uh, get back?
5: I think by this, the, uh, we haven't been able to yet, but I think by the start of next year, we'll be we'll be back running full steam. I, you know, I. I tell any school district, if you want me to come out and talk, I'm, I'll make the time to do that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I suggest anyone watching, uh, contact your school district and ask them to call Mike to speak, because it is important to hear uh, hear from Mike. Mike's been through all, everything when it, when it comes to this, so I think people need to hear it.
5: Yeah, the, the kids need to hear it. Uh, you mm-hmm. know. We, we talked a lot to the high school kids, but really need to talk to the, the junior high kids. We, yeah. need to, we need to talk to the elementary school kids. Uh, often by the time they get to high school, it's too late. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I've I've been in in the schools when you've uh, done your program, and uh, the kids don't know. The, no, th- they really don't. No it's, no, it's amazing how much they don't. know. You don't enough. know
2: until you're in the situation, right?
5: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, parents don't know, the kids don't know, and they they just uh, the kids take advice from. People they shouldn't be taking advice from, you know. (laughs) And and the parents take advice from people they shouldn't be taking advice from, you know.
2: You are who your friends are.
5: Exactly. (laughs) The
2: internet? Well, not my friends. The internet? No, I'm not friends with the internet.
5: That's not me. So, so so, yeah. So anyway, the the people are just excited. They're excited to be alive over there, and and through this holiday season, which is probably the worst time, if you're suffering from uh, substance abuse, you're suffering from the loss of your kids, you're suffering from. Financial distress. That's probably the worst time of the year and uh, they had they had the greatest time there We 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 ended up putting a community uh, took the board room out of there uh, The big board table and everything made it a a game room We have a a nice brand new pool table in there a big screen TV They have a dartboard in there. I mean you got to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, you know (laughs) (laughs) so that along with the the weight machine the the exercise room and the the uh, the uh, conference, not conference room, but the uh, community room where, th- where they have all their functions. And, and we have, ah, there's meetings going on there every day, all day long from different groups from all over. Uh, yeah. Everybody wants to meet there and, and experience the uh, camaraderie that goes on. And we're just happy as we can be, happy for them.
1: Well, thanks for all uh, that you're doing and uh, continued uh, good luck and success.
5: Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. We couldn't Mike do it Hershey's without
1: you. founder of uh, Andy's Angels and andy's place the morning show continues after this
0: the morning show is brought to you by barracks barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions we empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data barracks empowering data insights
2: Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. I've got a busy week. I have the MLK breakfast, the MLK dinner, we've got basketball Friday night, basketball Saturday. What more do I want? Busy week. Can't Is wait. Is
1: everybody back from vacation here at JTV? Oh.
2: We're waiting on one.
1: Hey, uh, there's this company in Mumbai, uh, India. They have this vacation policy. Uh, you cannot contact someone If you were at work, you cannot call someone that's on vacation. And if you do, you're fined 100,000 rupees. Really? What's that? $1,200. Really? Brandon
2: and I always try not to get a hold of each other on when someone's on vacation, but.
1: So if you were to call Teague yesterday, you would have been fined. What if, what if he called us? I think she should be fined. Really? I think she'd be fined anyway.
2: Okay. I don't know. He
1: was on, he was on sick. Oh.
2: Yes, he was zoned sick.
1: Uh, who's on the show tomorrow?
2: Tomorrow morning, morning show, Dr. Austin Brown and Brady Cook, one of our favorite uh, superintendents of Michigan Center. Later today on your show, Neil Fernandez from Rise Above, Phil Morgan from Good Earth with Rick Reardon from ERA. They have a little announcement. T. Gerwick on Meet the Staff and Brittany Olds. Join us at one o'clock.